Well, hello at LCF. Um, I can't tell you what a pleasure it is just to talk to you on the, the last Sunday in 2020. Um, I've so enjoyed the last two years uh, kind of walking with you uh, through these two years. And of course, uh, I've had a close association with LCF for many years, knew, uh, worked with you a lot whilst Alan West and, uh, was the pastor here. And of course, uh, Rob and Chrissy, and then now Pastor Mike and Pastor Becky. And I have to tell you, I am so excited uh, for your future. And I will be looking with real interest to see what the amazing things uh, I believe God will do in the years ahead. And I'm sure I'll be popping back from time to time. Well, 2020, what an incredible uh, year it's been. There's been a, a global pandemic. There's Brexit. There's the Black Lives Matters issue. Huge, huge issues. And then there's the, it almost seems global, political unrest and uncertainty. And so we, in the midst of that, and we know there is a huge fallout as well. Uh, there's, uh, we're told that 150 million people are being pressed into extreme poverty. We know there are huge uh, employment issues right now in the UK and certainly economic uncertainty. And yet in the midst of that, I want to say at the end of 2020 that I am filled with hope. And my prayer for you is, as you enter 21 or 2021, is may the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust him so that you may overflow with power by the power of the Holy Spirit. May you be filled with hope. You say, well, Nigel, there's, there's not too many reasons to be hopeful right now. And uh, I want to say that we are, as Christians, we don't bury our head in the sand. We don't... Uh, divorce ourselves from a real world but I believe there is hope I found so much hope in in LCF as I've watched this church and worked with you for two years I find hope in the response of LCF people who have faithfully supported the community standing alongside many of Luton's most vulnerable people through the food bank, the homeless project, uh, standing up for justice. I found hope in the stories of our, our members who have shared God's love with their neighbours in kind of practical ways. And I found hope in this community of Luton Christian Fellowship as we have prayed together, lamented together, gave thanks together, speaking out and encouraging one another. You have been a massive encouragement to me, as I know we are to one another. One of the things I've done recently is I've been reading through the, the story of Jesus. The, I've got one of those red letter um, Bibles that show all the words that Jesus said, and I've been trying to read the words of Jesus and apply them to my life. 
There's a fascinating story. It's found in Matthew 25 and verse 14. And Jesus is talking. He gives a story of a man uh, who went on a long journey and he left talents with people. He gave to one person five talents, another two talents, another one talent. And when he came back, maybe two years later, the man with five had made five more. The man with two had made two more, and he was commended. But there's one man here who, I guess he had lost hope. Uh, He wasn't hopeful, he was hopeless. And his response was to go and bury his talent. And as I go into 2021, I want to just say, let's be filled with hope. Now, why did that man go and bury his talent? Well, I think there are three reasons. You might be able to find three more. But as I looked at that story, I think there are three reasons. The first, see, what he did, he was given his one talent. The Bible says that he went down the garden, dug a hole, and buried his talent. and Left it there in the dark. I don't know what happens when you face hardship Uh, Sometimes it involves drawing the curtains and eating chocolate. (laughs) But this man here, he went and buried his talent. Why? Well, I think he buried his talent for three reasons. Number one, he had a wrong perception of the master. He says to the master, I knew you were a hard man, reaping where you had not sown. You were a hard, tough man. I want to say it's very, very hard to thrive and flourish where you feel someone is looking down on you or condemning you. Whether that be in a marriage, whether that's a parent-child relationship, an employer-employee relationship. If you feel someone is constantly judging you and belittling you and being harsh with you, you cannot flourish. We all uh, flourish under encouragement. And I want to tell you that Jesus Christ loves you. He loves you. He cares about you. And his heart is always to embrace you and draw you near. And as we go into 2021, the reason I have hope, the reason we can have hope, because we know we have a loving relationship with our God. I love that. Hallelujah. He loves us and he cares for us and he's always interested in our welfare. He wants to do you good. Enjoy that relationship. The second reason I think this man goes off and buries his talent because he suffers not only from a wrong perception of the master, but he suffers secondly from a wrong comparison. You know, he has got his one talent, and maybe he looks next to him. There's a man with five talents. And on the other side, there's another man with twice what he's got, two talents. I think sometimes in the church we can do that. We look at other people, and we see they're more talented. They've got, seem to have a more vast array of gifts and abilities, And sometimes we can spend all our lives thinking, if only I was like them. I remember as a young Christian, I used to do that all the time. I used to have this tape in my head playing, if only I was like them. 
If only I was like Pastor Becky. If only I was like Mike. If only I had their gifts. If only I was like whoever. You know, I want to tell you that God has chosen you. And that his plan is that through your life, he will display his glory and he will use you. A friend of mine leads a church and he calls it Mosaic. Mosaic Church. And uh, it was, the idea was that, uh, you know, the Roman, if you remember your history lessons at school, the, the Romans had these wonderful mosaics. You can still see them today in Uh, in museums where they would have lots of intricate little pieces of tile and they would place them on a, a, a board or on a floor and it would make a wonderful picture. I think that's what God does in his church. He has chosen every one of us to, I think, paint a picture in Luton, a picture of his love and his glory. You know, if you even for a moment think, well, maybe I don't matter. We've not been gathering in church in the normal way for these last nine months and we kind of can't wait to get back together and wouldn't it be wonderful just to hug each other again? But if you even for a moment have some notion that, well, I'm not that important, listen, God has chosen you. He's placed you in Luton Christian Fellowship that together with all of the other brothers and sisters, that together we might show his manifest glory and his presence and who he's like. The third reason I think he went off and uh, uh, buried his talent because he he suffered from um, isolation. He had a, an, a wrong approach to relationships. He thought, well, I can do it on my own. You know, one of the things that worries me sometimes about modern society is the, we have an epidemic of loneliness. And I think all of our devices almost serve that. It's possible, isn't it, to work from home, have our shopping brought to the front door, uh, Uh, text people when we want to communicate and and we can get to feel that I don't need people. As I look back over 40 years of leading church, I can see how often people have said, well, uh, I don't need church. I don't need to be part of a life group. I don't need to be in relationship with others. I'll, I'll, I'll run my own race. I'll paddle my own canoe. I, I, I can be on my own. And I can point to many, many accounts where not quickly, but sometimes over the months and years, people drift further and further away. I want just to say that we need each other. We need each other. That's what the community of the church is. And as we go forward into 2021, I want to say let's know that we go forward and our lives are filled with hope. 
because we know we're in relationship with the Father God. We're accepted. We're loved. We're part of the family of God. Let's go forward knowing that each of us have a unique contribution to bring to show forth God's love and power in Luton. And let's go forward knowing that we're, God calls us to do life together. I think in all but the very rarest of cases, one is never enough. One is never enough. All of my best ideas have been magnified and improved a hundredfold because I've worked with others in team. And God's calling us to work together as team. So God bless you. It's not been an easy year. Next year will have its challenges. But thank God there is a vaccine. Thank God there we will soon be able to meet together more often and we'll be able to hug and touch and be together. But let's go forward, even amidst the challenges, filled with hope. Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. He said, I'll be with you to the end. And so I'm going to pray this prayer. It's found in Romans 15 and verse 13. Lord Jesus, we pray. I pray, Lord, that the God of hope will fill LCF with joy and peace as we trust in you so that we may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, bless Luton Christian Fellowship. Bless every person, every child. May they know great encouragement Lord, we pray for our pastors, Pastor Mike and Pastor Becky. Thank you, Lord, for their leadership. Lord, we pray that you will bless them and their families and our elders and leaders as we go forward. Lord, we commit ourselves into your hands. And Lord, we're believing for a great future with you. Lord, we ask this now. In the name of Jesus, the Lord, who we love and serve. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen and amen.